Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Score North Twin Show. All right. Glad the Tigers are out of town finally. Why? Currently the most impossible team to beat in the entire league for the Twins. They finished 5-8 against the Tigers this year? No. In a four-run lead yesterday. Dude. I think Royce had had the uh, the tweet of the day yesterday that they should change his name to Griffin Jacks J A C K S. You get it? You know because yeah. he, he, he gives up, up gives up yeah. Jacks. Yeah. All I know yeah. is that when I is that when I sounded the alarm on his early season struggles, the Twins community, Twins territory, ripped me apart. Yeah, so, yeah, because because then he rattled off. Yep. Two straight months of not allowing a run, which yep. meant and you were wrong. And now he's and now and now that he struggled, can I rip him again? This is I, okay. This is a great segue <laughs> into what I bring to you guys today here on the Scorner yep. Twin Show. These are my Twins bullpen confidence rankings Ooh. categorized. Love it. Okay, you know how like the Athletic puts out their quarterback rankings and they label all the categories like you know yeah. guy who can carry a team or whatever. I have put these guys into different categories, and we can talk about Griffin Jacks and whatever. Uh, we'll do an Immaculate Grid later, which Declan's sources are telling us. The Twins are part of the Immaculate Grid today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've not looked, because I don't look at it beforehand. I don't do it beforehand, which has been done on this show before. I, well, I you know, when, when we get there, we can see your 1987 knowledge on all the twin squares when, when we uh, get there. Uh, I'll sit out I'll sit out the two thousands and you can give all the great eighty seven ninety one players. Steve Lombardozzi was the starting second baseman had a great World Series. It's not my fault you don't know who he is. Lombo, Lombo, let's go. It's not my fault. I love it. I feel like I feel like Judd's being a little hard on Declan, but Declan could probably stand to learn some twins history. There's a middle ground here somewhere. Okay. If I had picked a backup player, I would say I was being an a hole. That I would agree with. Well, Timmy, Timmy Logger was a starter, right? Timmy Logger yeah. was a starter on that team, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sal Butera was the backup catcher. Sal Butera. Drew Butera's. That, uh, that one would make me a jerk if I use Sal Butera. Well, if we ever get. Is it. He played for the Mets, too, right? If we get Mets twins. Drew Butera? Did he for the Mets? No, Sal. No. Didn't Sal? No, Sal played for, I think, Toronto and uh, okay. the Twins. He played for the Twins twice. Okay. Because he was Butch Weiner's backup and then he was Laudner's backup. We got to see if we can sneak Drew Butera on an immaculate grid here at some point. Let's He'd just be, be on one. alert. Kansas City, whatever. But uh, a shout-out to our friends at Fratelloni's here. So Fratelloni's, one of the world's, not world's, I guess, but I would say the state's, one of the state's largest Weber grill dealers. And they're here to help you kick off tailgating season or maybe just enjoy the end of baseball season these last couple months. 
with a brand new Weber grill. I mean, think about all the beautiful things you could throw on that grill. Steak, chicken, kebabs, wings, maybe some some ribs. I'm a big kebab guy myself. Sometimes just put like a put just a rack of vegetables up there, you know, mm-hmm. be healthy, whatever you want to do. Oh, so uh, they've got uh, they've got all sorts of uh, other amazing grills as well at the 20 plus metro locations of Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden. Or you can go to scornorth.com, enter keyword Weber to find out more. Gentlemen, here are the bullpen confidence rankings. So this is the parameters here. If the playoffs started today, I'm going with the guys who are available right now. And and that includes like my three starters are going to be Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, and probably Kenta Maeda because Joe Ryan is currently not available. Now sure. Joe Ryan probably becomes available and then we can we can do this again in like a couple weeks if he comes back. Sure. So my three star, I'm, I'm assuming 12 pitchers, mm-hmm. maybe 13, but I'm going to say 12 pitchers for this exercise. My starters are Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, Kenta Maeda. That leaves nine relievers to be categorized here. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the first category, which is only use if you're getting absolutely smoked in a playoff game. <laughs> All right. It's like seven to one in the fourth inning. And you're, you're kind of just living to play for game two or whatever game three. That's where you can bring in Cole Sands, Josh Winder, or Jordan Balazovich. Or Balazovic. Itch or okay. Ick? I can't remember. Ick, Ick when he's pitching poorly. Okay. That, yeah. No, uh, I think Jordan Balazovic has I been a little say, bit better than the other two guys, but he's not. Yeah. He do, he doesn't miss a lot of bats right now, and he's a little more respect on that name. I mean, you could fight me on this, but no, I don't know, it's man. fine. It's fine. But I'm saying those first two were like, yes, yeah, slam dunks. They okay. they should basically watch the games with us. Yeah, but Balaz. I mean, I I would be willing to say that Cole Sands and Josh Winder are like. Don't use if at all possible. Balazovich, okay, bring him in if you need to try and weather a storm, but it's like a five-run game that you're losing. If you brought him into a five-run game that you're winning, I still don't know that I have a high level of trust over some of the other guys in that bullpen. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Very fair. Yep. Category number two. It's the break glass in case of emergency category. Not in like, I'll explain in the way. So you, let's say your starting pitcher uh, gets bounced early, or maybe you've like burned a bunch of relievers and now you're into an extra inning situation and you need somebody to reliably come in, not in a blowout game necessarily, but you need like three innings, three really good innings, four, five, six to get you to the end. Or, oh my God, we've used six pitchers already and it's the 11th inning. Like this guy's got to go. Bailey Ober fills that role for me. He's almost like your handcuff starter. Yeah. You know, okay, okay, be ready to go if the starting pitcher gets shelled after two or three innings or is like walking everyone, but the game is still in question. It's four to five or something or whatever. Like, all right, Bailey, you're coming in. We need four innings out of you. Go get him. He's like the starting pitcher that's reliable that you can bring into a maybe a close game. So he he's actually a very important part of the game plan. You'd prefer not to yes. have to use him, but but he becomes a because I mean he he could come in like let's say Kanta starts the deciding game three and is getting shelled. If or, it's like, comes, or he's just like control can't control it. It's like yeah. he's walking everyone. You're not you're not down seven to one. Yes, but I'm with you yep. on this. Totally with yep. you. Okay. Dax, are you yeah. good with this so far? Yeah, he's uh he's your long yeah, I think yeah, break case of emergency. 
that's probably the best way to describe Ober. Ober has the uh, little bit of the Brad Radke, Jose Barrios disease, where the first inning is not kind to him either. He just he runs in this trouble. He like yeah, so bring him reason. in in the fifth inning for yep. uh, for three innings or something. And he's great, you know. And he's great. All right, now we've gotten to the use with caution category here. There's one guy in this category, and his name is Emilio Pagan. So he's interesting. He's been pitching in some higher leverage situations lately. In fact, Declan Mm -hmm. and I talked about this a little bit on yesterday's uh, twin show when you were at Vikings practice, Judd, that he's, again, I don't put value in the hold as a statistic, but, but it's an, it's an, um, it's an indicator of like how a team uses you. So a hold is when you come into a save situation, which is seventh inning or later three run lead or less. So you're leading and it's late. And if you come into the game and the opposing team doesn't take the lead off of you and you hand the baton to the next reliever, you get a hold. Well, he didn't get his first hold until like a month ago because they didn't put him in those situations. Right. He now has like six holds on the season, maybe seven. Right. Because they're they're putting him in more of these higher leverage situations, he's actually having the best or second best season of his career. So it's tempting to keep like pushing the envelope here. Oh, this is the guy that they've been telling us about for two years, right? But his OPS allowed is still three hundred points worse when he pitches with a lead. When 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 the Twins are trailing and they bring in Pagan, he's basically Mariana Rivera. He's untouchable. When they bring him in with a lead, lately he's been good, but this is why he's in the use with caution bin for me. I don't think there's anything he can do for like a hot stretch July, August, September that would make me think, oh yeah, I trust this guy against, you know, like the middle of the Blue Jays order with the game on the line in the eighth inning. I think everybody would agree with you about that assessment right there, except for possibly the Twins. Like the Twins seem to be gaining confidence there. Um, I mean, clearly going back to keeping him after an atrocious 2022, they like him. Yeah. But but personally, I like what you just said. I don't know. That's the first one that I think the twins might be like, oh, Phil, you don't understand. You don't understand, Pagan. But, uh, yes, I would say that the caution is very warranted when it comes to, to a guy who, by the way, back in what, May, against the Dodgers, gave up a huge Grand Slam home run. So, I mean, there have been times where it's been like, eh, that didn't work out. I don't want him coming into a high leverage situation where there's runners on second and third and the bottom of the seventh and, and you need an out. I am totally okay with him starting an inning. I, I think high leverage is what scares me here. Uh, so if, if they turn to the bullpen, the starter's done, they're leading four to two. All right. I'll give it to Baldomilo Pagan, Emilio Pagan, but a high leverage situation where you need a fireman, you need to get this out immediately. I don't know if I'm turning Emilio Pagan. So to that point, how about this? This is this is bonkers. Declan has nailed it. It's not bonkers that you nailed it. Thank I'll you. give you credit. It's bonkers that this is the trend. So I heard it. With nobody on base, so with the bases empty, Emilio Pagan's OPS allowed is 405. That is on base plus slugging. So a 200 on base percentage allowed and a 205 slugging percentage allowed. He's he Lee is, Smith. Sure. That's an old school name that Declan can read up on. Lee Smith. <laughs> he is lights out this season with nobody on base. Mm-hmm. When there's men on base, his OPS jumps over 400 points to 813. 
So if you're going to use him in these situations, Declan's right. Bring him in to start an inning. Don't bring him in with a runner on. Do not use him in extra innings. In it, well, in the playoff, they get rid of that rule, right? Um, but with a runner on second base, that's problematic. Yeah, that's gone. Yes. In fact, with a runner on second base, he has a, an 800 OPS allowed. With a runner on first base, he has a 974 OPS allowed. He just there's something about like holding a runner and pitching from the like, I don't know. So that's just use with caution is the Emilio Pagan bin. All right, very fair, very fair. This is where you guys are probably going to disagree with me, but. You know the the twins can't remake their bullpen at this point, and they need they need some guys in the late and close trust tree, which is the final category. This is the late and close trust tree. When when it's a it's a four to two game, it's a three to one game, it's a two to one game, whatever it is, and you're into the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, and your starting pitcher is up to a hundred pitches and he's coming out of the game. Who are you going to trust? And I have four guys in here. Now I'm not saying I trust these guys like I would have trusted the. Uh, you know, like the Yankees bullpen from the late 90s or something. But these are the four guys that have to be in my trust tree. Duran, despite his struggles lately, I think it's good that he's going through a kind of a rough patch now because he'll probably figure it out. He'll make an adjustment and then he'll be good to go later on when the playoffs are coming. But I mean, he is like, he's the end of the line for you. So you just have to sort of cross your fingers and trust that he he gave up, was it, is it yesterday or two days? He gave up a home run a couple days yeah. ago. Two days ago. Um, in a save, right? Yesterday. Yep. So he's in this mix. Jax has really struggled recently, but he is in my late and close trust tree. Now, he had, a, he had a stretch of 20 straight appearances without allowing a run. So maybe this is good timing now where it's like, all right, get it out of your system and then go on another run of like 15 or 20 outings starting in September. Right. Okay. Caleb Thielbar especially yep. against lefties. Lefties are three for 28 off Caleb Thielbar this season, and he's competitive against righties, I would say. And you guys are going to hammer me for this, but hear me out. Dylan Floro is in my late and close trust tree. So the last four years, Dylan Floro, who they, they traded him for uh, Jorge Lopez, right? Or vice versa. He has a 321 ERA in his last four seasons combined. His expected ERA this year is 2.72. He's had... He's had some ERA inflation. Uh, he has one of the lowest home run rates of any reliever in baseball the last six years. This year, he's allowed two home runs. So he's not a guy. He's given up 18 home runs in his career to this season. So he's not a guy that, knock on wood, you're going to have to worry about like Emilio Pagan giving up a 450-foot moonshot ordinarily. And he has 14 career playoff appearances several of those being in the World Series. So he's not going to get all nervous in a big spot. He's been there before. So I'm putting Dylan Floro also in my late and close trust tree. Mm. Obviously, the first three are fine. I mean, Jax has struggled, but to your point, he's been good at times. And look, they didn't make, they did not make a move to improve the, the bullpen at the deadline. And so, like, that means Jax has to be there. Floro's interesting. Um, I get your reasoning. I'm a little bit nervous because I just don't I don't know about their perception of of him. It feels like look, it feels like the, that back end is the mafia. And the first three guys, they're made bullpen guys. They're made. They've been made. They're good to go. Mm-hmm. The floral one, it's like, yeah, okay, we'd like to get you in the family, but we need a little bit more on you. So, I'd be I'd be curious 
I personally think that there might be, and this is going to sound crazy, and this is not coming from me. This is coming from what I perceive of the twins, who can be a bit odd at times. I personally think that they might put Pagan higher in the trust tree than Floral right oh, now. I think they do too. But on yeah. Flor- but, but just to be clear, I'm not going to kill you on Floral because I just don't know. Like I, I don't, I haven't seen enough to to be like, yeah, this guy looks like a great acquisition, or no, this guy looks like a bad one. So. I think that they trust. I personally think they trust Pagan more. That doesn't mean that they're right. They're, th- those two guys try. I, Pagan is probably more electric and has a higher upside, and we're kind of seeing some of his upside in certain situations. Track record wise, there is no comparison. Dylan Floro is a better reliever than Emilio Pagan, and has pitched in bigger spots and whatever. Yeah, what you're just, saying makes sense. I'm just I don't trust the Twins to agree with what you just said. Okay. Right. I'm okay Next. with Floro. Yeah, I'm 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 okay with him. He's probably the one I trust the least out of that out of that group for right now. But he's pitched in playoff games. He's pitched pitched in the World Series. Um, I I'm okay with him. He's he's in the mid tier for me. If, if if that makes sense. Yeah. So going through this, it's like they don't have a ton of just guys that you would say yes, I'm for sure gonna ride or die with those five pitchers in a playoff game. They're going to, and it might wind up being that like a Bailey Ober or, you know, Joe Ryan comes back. Kent Maeda has been a bullpen guy in big spots with the Dodgers before. Does, does Joe Ryan come back and then Maeda kind of does what he did with the Dodgers like five years ago and he pitches out of the bullpen? I could see that. If, if and when Joe Ryan comes back, what do you need to see from him um, to put him as the third starter? Like how, how much? Honestly, to see. not yeah. a lot. Like, I mean, he just needs to not be giving up five home runs. You know, if if he looks anything like the old Joe Ryan, I would rather have him as the third starter and Maeda oh, yeah. in a role that he's used. Like Maeda has been a big time bullpen guy for top teams. So I would probably trust and I would trust that Maeda could just handle that as a professional. Hey, man, oh, we're going to yeah. need you out of the bullpen. OK, cool. I'm in. He's like, probably I, gone, too. So, yeah. Mm hmm. That'd be no problem for me at all. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, let us know in the uh, Score North YouTube channel comment section, too. Would it, how would you sort of put together your own bullpen rankings? Do you agree, disagree? Do you want to Do you want to fight me on this Dylan Floro take? Let us know. And as a follow-up to this, too, I think there is, there is a definite show to do on what the the lineup construction and, most importantly, the fielding construction needs to look like. Rocco's still talking about this guy can play here and this guy can play. It's so great to have flexibility. I think that there is a definitive idea of how, where guys have to play. Flexibility is a regular season thing. Like there's some some late inning flexible stuff, but like flexibility is more, we got to get through 162 games with a bunch of different lineups. How can we make it happen? Yeah. Very important. But, but when you get into the playoffs, don't like be flexing your flexibility options. Oh, we can play, you know, we'll play Polanco at third. Look what we yeah. can do. Now, yeah. that's a cute little game that's going to bite you in the ass. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. So there it is. Those are the uh, the bullpen confidence rankings. Immaculate Good Grid stuff. coming up here. A shout out to our friends 
over at Nutrisource, gentlemen. Nutrisource mm. is a big hit in the Mackie household. Maya Mackie. In fact, once we're done recording, I might give her a little midday snack before I head off to Vikings practice and meet Judd. That's uh, that's how much she loves Nutrisource. That big tongue flapping around. She gets the treats. She gets the kombucha. She pretty much gets the whole suite of Nutrisource products. And look how slow she, she is, too. I mean, look at that dog. That dog great can body control in the air. It's yeah. fantastic. Oh, the Vinster. <laughs> he takes the badge because he knows, hey, sucker, go give me my treats. I'm not, you're not going into work today until I get my breakfast, so I, I completely understand it. And there's Stella with her, with, with what she probably loves the most, the training rewards treats. Her friend Ryder comes over, and you think he's not going to get in on the Nutrisource action? Of course he is. Healthy, happy, good-looking dogs. They all love one thing, and that's Nutrisource. Yes. Uh, also, uh, let's shout out our friends over at Power Lodge, too. Power Lodge and uh, Miller Marine. So Power Lodge has been around for 25 years. They're celebrating their 25 25- Years in business, bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. And uh, all month long, it's 25 days of deals at their locations in Brainerd, Ramsey, Anamia, and Sock Rapids. As ju- Look at that footage of Judd doing jumps off of Bennington. Did? That was impressive. Did you see that, that flip I just did? Man, am I good. Super impressive. MillerMarine.com and PowerLodge.com to snag some throttle therapy for yourself and your friends and your family. Here it is. The twins are on the grid, boys. Here's what we're looking for. We're going to put six minutes on the clock. We're looking for a twin who was once a Philly, a twin who was once a Mariner, and a twin who won the MVP. A Philly who was once, I'm sorry, a Brave who was once a Philly, a Brave who was once a Mariner, and a Brave who won the MVP. And then uh, a Philly who was an All-Star, a Mariner who was an All-Star, and an MVP who was an All-Star. Okay. Do you have a comment before I start the clock? Yes, I would like to handle the twins here because I feel like yesterday there was a lot of resentment from certain people on the, the show, and I'm going to show you that our the old school here can actually help us a lot. Okay, let's uh, we'll we'll bow down to our elder here, Judd. Are you going for a low rarity score on these twins connections? Uh, that's what I was going to do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Six minutes on the clock. Here we go. Okay. Twins and Seattle. Let's go down to that. Dave Dave Holland. Ho- Dave Hollins. Yes, exactly right. Let's On go. the same track, right there. Dave Hollins. Now, Twins in Philadelphia. 0.7%. Larry Heisel, H I S L E. That's a good one. Back in the seventies, point seven. Okay, that's all. Who are the Twins say. MVPs here? So we've got. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously Kirby Puckett, Carew, Killebrew. Yes. Uh, Zolio might be the rare one. Yep. Zolio Versailles. 1965. How about that, Dex? It's, that? Z- it's Z-O-I. Yeah. Z-O-I. Versailles. Yep, you got him. There Boom. you go. Five. We are. Puck, did Puckett Puck won an MVP, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think he won one. 5% there, okay. Atlanta, Philadelphia. Did Steve Pedrosian pitch for both those teams? Ooh, I'm not sure. Bedrock. Not sure about that one. Trying to think there. Uh, I'm thinking on some of the other ones here. Let's clear out. Can we clear out the all stars? Just to, yeah, sure. Okay. There's so many. I mean, John Cruck with the famous backwards helmet at bat against uh, Randy Johnson yeah. would be one. Johnny Cruck. Yeah. There's a. There's a ton. It's not going to be the most obscure one, but you might as well. Five. Oh, five, five percent. That's not bad, Phil. Let's That's go. Uh, Seattle. Um. I mean, Edgar Tino Buner. 
Ooh, Tino. You sure on Tino? Tino would be rare, in my opinion. Who's a rare, who's a oh who's an old school Mariner slappy when you had to pick one from each team? Oh, there was there were um, some unbelievably undeserving players from the Mariners who made the All Star game. I don't remember any Mariners before Ken Griffey Jr. or <laughs> Ken Griffey Sr. I don't. Allred? I mean, John Allred. Did he make an All Star game with the Mariners? I don't know. I legit don't know. Did. I mean, Buner made an All Star game, right? Could we just go Jay Buner? Or did sure. he, there's no way he didn't make an all star game, right? Oh, I'm sure he made up. Yeah. Be at this guy. Yeah. Yep. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about Mawa for all star MVP? Declan, have you never heard of Jay Buner? Nope. Haven't. Okay. We got a problem. Do we not have a problem, Phil? I mean, the mid 90s, a... the mid 90s Mariners, man. It's the mid 90s Mariners. He was, he, he, he was the subject of, them, of a uh... Steinfeld when he George's was, yeah. dad. They traded Buner! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, an all star who was an MVP. What's like Mauer. the oldest? Mauer. When did en- Mauer? Mauer. Mauer. But the, okay, I was going to say we could probably pick Mantle? someone from like the 60s or someone, but I, I feel like Mantle? people don't know. Yeah, let's do Mauer. Joe Mauer. Let's do Mauer. 1%. 1%. Nice. Let's go. Nice. All right, three minutes left to find. Well, let's go a brave who was an MVP. Chipper, Freddie Freeman. Um, Hank. Hank. Hank Aaron? Hank. How about Hank Aaron? He had to have won MVP. 20. 20%. Those are oh. going to be kind of high, though. Crap. MVP, that sucks. All right, Brave, who was a Mariner, and a Brave, who was a Philly. For some reason, I thought Steve Bedrosian was a, was a Philly. I know he was you're, a Brave. You're kind of on your own on that one, because I don't, I don't know who um, Steve Bedrosian was. Tim Hudson for. didn't pitch for the Mariners. He pitched for the Oh. oh, no, 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 no. That's Pirates. No, hold um, did Brett Boone go to the Bravos? Oh, man. He played for the Twins and Mariners. Wasn't he with <sighs> the Braves? Was he? Dude, he might have been. I don't remember that. The Braves had Dan Ugla, who's kind of like Brett Boone. Oh, but Ugla. I don't think Dan Ugla played for either of those other teams. Ugla played for the Marlins. Great Marlin. Think of the Jays. That guy could hit um, a little bit. Hold on. Um, Atlanta and Seattle. Did Jeff Francoeur play for the Phillies? Phillies. Uh, he played for the Royals. He played for the Braves. I don't know about Phillies. Good broadcaster. Uh, Kimbrell would be the popular one for that one. Oh, you're right. You got Kimbrell in our back pocket. So we have, we have Kimbrell. Okay. Let's come back then. We have Kimbrell there if we want. A Brave who was a Mariner. Yeah, this is actually the toughest one. Trying to think of like relievers, I think, I think yeah. or old school, old school. I, I don't remember Boone playing for the Braves. I remember Boone playing for the Mariners. Yeah. Um, did, where, did Harold Reynolds go to the Braves? Mm-mm. Not that I remember. Not that I remember. Um, who is that? Oh my God. Um, we got a minute left. Dan Wilson never played for the Braves. I'm trying to think recently, even. Let's put Kimbrel in there just to just to just to be done with it. It's it's going to kill our rarity score, but that's fine. Six, yeah, twenty six. We're still going to be under if we get one. We're going to be under a hundred rarity score, which is really good. Seattle and Atlanta. John Rocker pitch for the uh, pitch for the the M's. Not that I remember. Thinking, uh, still thinking Boone here. We don't have any other option. 
It's our. It's definitely our n- nuclear option. Hold on. Hold on. There's pitchers. Pitchers had to be. There had to be a Seattle pitcher pitch for the Braves. Dude, I don't know. Bullpen. Uh, we got ten seconds. I think we have to. Wow, we we have. God, okay. We're gonna go Brett Boone. Boone. I guess. Wow. Boone. Nice work. If you get this, Dex, let's go. Yes. Nice, nice dude. I don't remember. Let's go. Maybe uh, study your history on nineties and two thousand players. <laughs> oh, that's that great, dude. What was our rarity score? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Nice. I think awesome. that might be our. We've had a couple low ones. I that one might be our lowest. Nice. Uh, Cano was the Pretty most popular good. one. Oh Cano. God, Robinson. Oh, Cano. Cano. Oh, that's I right. The at the end. I wouldn't oh, even thought God. of that one. God. Only forty-five okay. percent of people got. That. Yeah, that's a tough. What's the tough. twins' answers again? Go back up. Uh, Tommy for Phillies and Twins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and then Nelson, Nelson Cruz. Cruz. Okay. And then Mawa. Mawa. Great stuff. That's Awesome, dude. Hey, Judd and I, we got to run to uh, Vikings practice here, but a great team effort there from all eras of knowledge. That's what the three of us bring to the table here. And, uh, yeah, if you guys could give us a five-star rating and a positive review on the Scorner Twin Show Apple podcast page, you can help us climb rankings and spread the word. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow probably, I think. A little feedback, a little immaculate grid. Yeah.